Welcome to the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast. I'm Dr. Jay Calvert, along with my very amazing and lasered co-host, <laughs> Dr. Millicent Ravello. Good evening. Good how, evening. How are you doing? I am. I am very recently lasered. I'm going to give a little plug for our V-beam laser here. Yes. So I'm looking a little rough, a little beat up around the edges, but good things are going to come of this. I'm, I'm convinced. Well, it will, of course, but... Uh I like the fact that on Monday, knowing that we were doing video <laughs> podcasts today, that you just said, yeah, toast me, whatever. Because, you know, when you have a spare minute and you can get something done, you have to take it. That's you the do. thing. It's true. Otherwise, that moment would not have come again in another couple of months and then I'd be out. And I really wanted to get lasered. So, Well, you it did it and that's it. So this is a two-day post-op look and that's kind of important because... A lot of people think that the lasers, you can just get them and go. And that is not true. That is not true. And I only did a few spot areas. So the V-beam for me is for some telangiectasias. I get rosacea. I get some flushing. And so the V-beam really spot treats those. So I did my cheeks and I did my chin. And they got really red and swollen. They're still swollen. And now I have all these little bruised areas, which are probably going to take another week to fully go away. It takes time. It takes time. And in my world, I don't even care because that's what I do. And my patients have come to understand that they will see me in all various sorts of <laughs> lasers yes. and peelingness, and at least here I can get away with it. But if you're not used to that and that's not your world, you sort of have to make it happen. Oh, yeah. I mean, we've had patients come in after a strong facial that are just totally disturbed by the, by the redness that they get, and it, it does happen. There's no question that you will be bruised, you can be red, you can be irritated, and you just get an overall swollen look, mm-hmm. which, you know, is not terrible, it's but not the uh, end of the world. And as long as you're comfortable rocking it, then you can carry on. Yeah, well, you know, as as we are, you've done it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we don't have to recall the podcast where you were uh, swollen from your upper facial work and oh, yeah. went to surgery mm-hmm, yeah. on post up day number two. That happened too. Yes. yes. Okay. So just for the listeners. That isn't normal. It's not okay. Do as we say, not as I do. That's (laughs) right. But we are going to talk today about technology in liposuction. Yes. Uh, We're really talking about laser. uh, There's a car, by the way. In case anybody didn't hear that, I'm going to put the microphone to the window. Can anybody hear that? Did you hear that? That was a fancy pants car on Santa Monica Boulevard. I'm going to digress for a second and just say that I think that the day of gas-powered cars is over. So, (laughs) you know, the guys who need some way to prove that they're really strong, brutal, like tough guy, macho dudes, Mm -hmm. you're going to have to find something else because my car makes no sound. And it goes and faster than anything on the road. Pretty fancy. Pants. It doesn't. It doesn't make any sound at all. It just. It goes like, and it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> there is nothing to that sound. So that's enough with that. Anyway, um, we are going to talk about laser liposuction, and we're going to talk about the Renuvion, mm-hmm. which we were just saying isn't technically a laser because you're not passing light through a crystal. And collimating it and making it into a laser. It's actually an arcing of energy through a gas. Through gas, yeah. It uses helium um, and it uses radio frequency technology to create a lot of focal heat. Right. And the so the reason that, that Renuvion really came, you know, into my world is because I had I trained at the University of Pittsburgh, which is known as uh the uh, the liver capital of the of the world, and we use the argon beam laser a lot, which isn't a laser. The argon beam uh, coagulator, which does the same thing, it uses uh, argon gas, 
and passes energy down the gas. It blows the gas onto the liver and passes the energy and gives a very nice cauterization mm-hmm. of the liver. Which likes to bleed. So well, uh, yes, like, that like, would be... <laughs> that's why we use it. <laughs> Bleeding is, uh, and liver surgery are kind of hand in hand. So what we want to do today is kind of differentiate laser liposuction, which is a technology, again, as a, I've mentioned this before, I'll mention now, I am an, a luminary for Alma Lasers, and we own the LipoEase laser liposuction, which is a diode laser, very common, um, and passes energy through a fiber from a laser machine down the cannula and lasers the extracellular matrix and surrounding tissues while you are actually sucking the fat out of the said area. Right. And laser lipo has sort of become its own term, its own technology, its own search word, mainly because there's been a lot of marketing around a specific type of liposuction device or machine, which is called smart lipo. And smart lipo is basically laser lipo with a specific brand, a specific technique, a specific machine. But it is a version of laser lipo. I don't even know who, who makes laser lipo. Is it uh, the smart lipo? Smart is that lipo. It, but who? I don't know. Sorry, we don't Sorry, know. We don't, um, know. we don't use it. The The reason I didn't use it is because you would do the lipo first and then put the laser in and laser the soft tissue. And I thought it was very sort of, uh, it just was too aggressive and took too long. And I, and I wasn't into it. I saw a lot of burns and complications from that one. And not that that doesn't happen. With any <clears throat> it, technology. It's never happened <laughs> with the one I use, but, but whatever. Theoretically. But, but like theoretically, it could happen. I just thought that it was a little bit out of control and was just too much of the energy onto the the skin and onto the extracellular matrix. Whereas when you're doing it while you're liposuction, I feel like I have more control over it. I feel like I have a better sense of what's going on. I'm getting tactile feedback and looking at the fat that's coming out. So I, I like using the uh, LipoEase versus, you know, the smart lipo, which is, you know, doing it after. So, but that is laser lipo. And I, I like laser lipo for certain things. I want to compare and contrast that, and we'll talk about the differences with the Renuvion, which is a machine that, again, is using helium gas, radio frequency technology, as you said, and, and it's something that you use actually after the lipo to tighten the skin. Skin from the inside. So in that sense, it's similar to the laser lipo in that you're using it after you've done the liposuction. It's similar to the smart lipo. Smart lipo, right. correct, yeah. Um, and you're applying it to the undersurface of the skin, but the difference is it just it's a difference in technology. It's leaps and bounds in terms of the advances of the technology and how it can actually deliver a lot more heat and energy while protecting the skin. The chances of getting burned from this are extremely unlikely i mean obviously anything can happen for sure but it's a lot more safer yeah i mean i think that's the thing that i like about it is that and and i and i i just love that it's through a gas yeah because you're you're passing the you're passing gas which uh, i think is you know everybody has to do it it's part of the deal but i think because you're passing gas into that space you're giving a generalized charge to the area you're putting the energy over over an area that is it's it's going to be safer because you're diluting that as opposed to a laser, which is a, a beam. It's direct collimated beam. direct beam of of energy, of focal energy that you're applying to the skin very very distinctly in yeah. in the spots. Whereas with this helium gas that you blow into the space, but where you've suctioned out the fat, then you send the charge down the gas. It's it just it, it makes more sense to me. It seems safer and. 
damn, is it effective. And it works. And that's, it that works. Is, that is the key. And so this is for patients who are having liposuction or not. You actually don't even need to have the liposuction. No, you, you don't. can just use it as a skin tightening technique. Um, for patients that have some concerns of skin looseness or laxity, either at the time of their liposuction or you're concerned they may have it afterwards after you do the liposuction. And it's for patients that really aren't quite candidates for a tummy tuck or a skin excision or a brachioplasty. We don't necessarily want to put scars on the skin. They don't quite need that yet, but we're concerned that there may be some looseness or laxity. So combining this skin um, technique and, and application, you can really get tightening of the skin. You see it in front of your eyes. Yeah. I mean, it is... So cool. And I really love this for the abdomen, love handles, inner thighs. Like this is a technology that I think is here to stay and probably is only going to get more advanced. I think it's only going to improve. Yeah, and I'm sort of at the point where I recommend it to just about anyone that's coming in for straight lipo. And in my practice, most of my cases do tend to require big incisions and big cuts. I do a lot of tummy tucks and arm lifts and all that stuff. So in general, I'm recommending taking skin out for most of my patients. But the ones that are really coming in for just straight lipo, 100%, I offer it to all of them because it only makes it better. Yeah, and we've had uh, some patients who've come for just Renuvion, you know, without liposuction. Like uh, they just want tightening, and it's it's pretty darn effective. It I, works. I gotta say, and you can use it everywhere. You can use it in the tummy. You can use it in the thighs, the breasts, the arms, the neck, the chin. Use it everywhere. I think it's the cure for what ails you. <laughs> Renuvion everything. Uh, but <laughs> I think that's what I. Hey, need. I think yeah. I was like, hmm, what am I doing in the next few months? <laughs> Hey, we've got like uh, 20 <laughs> minutes before I got to get down to pick up my daughter. So let's uh, get in there and knock out some Renuvion. Um, I do like, now here's the thing is the other day I had to do a uh, arm lipo on one of my very, very awesome patients who uh, I was doing a, a breast swap out for her. She wanted to go a little bigger on the implants. And then she said, how about some arm liposuction? And I looked at her arms and I thought about my experience with Renuvion. And I thought about my experience with the laser lipo, and I chose to use the diode laser and do laser lipo on the arms. Hmm. And why was that? Because my results with laser lipo on the arms are so ridiculously awesome, I couldn't bear to, to deviate from what I knew would be amazing. And so for some reason, with the circumferential lipo that I do on these arms, I, I mean, I have one patient I did. I did my, uh, one of my friend's wife's arms. In the past, and she she looks ripped. She looks like she just came from like the muscle and fitness, you know, uh, competition, and like she hasn't lifted anything but like a, a syringe of Botox. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm telling you, it's it's impressive. So I want to see. You know, I just sat there going like, oh, should I Renuvion this? I don't know how to do arms with the Renuvion, so I didn't do it. And I don't know if I'm going to do that because I if really you're getting, love it. If you're getting the good results that you want with the laser lipo then why would you change? And I was getting good results with laser lipo with the love handles and with the abdomen, but the Renuvion, for whatever reason, I think it's a bigger space. I don't know. It's just, it seems like that's how it should be. Now, maybe, maybe I'm going to use both together in the future 
because there are two different mechanisms. I feel that the laser lipo is shrinking the soft tissue of the arms, and that's what you have the, the extracellular matrix, the soft tissue, everything between the skin and the fascia. That's what's giving me the tightening in a brachioplasty, and that the Renuvion is working on the skin. So that maybe, maybe I should be doing Renuvion mm-hmm. and laser lipo on all these areas and I just making we, skinny people. We might have to like take crazy. that into the lab. For a test run. Are you, are you volunteering as the guinea pig for this one? Yes, sure. Why not? <laughs> I, uh, I, I also had, uh, I think Mrs. Calvert also volunteered when I was telling her about it. She's like, two lasers? That sounds really good. So, one is good. Yeah. Two's got to be better. It's got to be better. But, you know, I, I, I don't know. And I, I really have to kind of think it through. And I'm going to do a little bit more research and reading about it. Because it does seem like you're really using two types of energy. In the end, I believe, and this is just me because I've done this for a very long time now, as you can tell by the gray hairs, it's all about energy transfer when it comes to skin tightening. And this is where like the Accent or the Renuvion or any of these other devices, the way that they work is through energy transfer. And maybe it's just a matter of getting the kilojoules into the tissues. But with that said... I think the energy is going in two different places with these devices. I think that you might be onto something there. And again, I am happy to help you. I'm just spitballing over here. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know, but I'm happy to let you try it. Okay, good. Done. (laughs) So the next time you see me. I'll get my IRB approval. (laughs) We're going to do it to Millicent. That's the way this works. (laughs) We're like the jackass of medicine over here. You know, it's like, do you see that? There's a new one out. I can't wait, by the way. We should be that jackass show. forever. I can't even wait to see it. I mean, it is so stupid and so dangerous. But you know, somebody's got to try these. Th- I mean, that's how you learn. That's how you get it. So, thank you for volunteering, Doctor Ravello. We will be doing that tomorrow. By the way, and, <laughs> to match my face. I think your your aren't your cases on hold at your hospital? That's true. Of COVID? They did. They were canceled. Done. So Book I got some time tomorrow. That's it. We'll do it. <laughs> Wapam. Um, so that's it. I think that's how to think about it. When people are. You know, for the patients who are thinking about, well, do I need Renuvion? Do I need laser lipo? What technology do I use? I mean, we also use power-assisted lipo versus traditional lipo versus, you know, we don't use Vaser here much. I mean, ultrasonic is another type of, just to mention for completeness sake. But all this technology, what you really want is somebody who knows what they're doing and can think this through. And this is where I'm here to totally tell you that liposuction is not an easy operation. No. And you need it done by somebody who really knows what they're doing to yes, get great please. results. Yes. This is, I mean, the, just because the incisions are small does not mean that this is not a legit, true surgery. So please, 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 please go to a surgeon <laughs> to have this done. I'm not going to get into more specifics than that. Just make sure they at least are surgeons, please. You know, I have a whole story about that that I just can't bear to tell. It's just too painful. There's too many. I know. It's just, it's too painful. Yes, you want to find somebody who is a board-certified plastic surgeon who can do your liposuction. Not that there are people that aren't in other specialties that can do it. They are. And there are other people that are doing it, and they're just fine. In fact, liposuction was really invented by a dermatologist. It was really invented by Jeffrey Klein down in uh, San Juan Capistrano. And he did under local anesthesia. He was a uh, dermatologist, and he's amazing at it, and he's really great at doing it. But being trained being is trained really is the different. key, isn't yeah. it? Anything else about our laser liposuction technologies? Nope. 
Do you think there's any more seroma formation or less seroma formation with Renuvion? I don't know. I don't really get seromas after my liposuction in general. I don't either. So but I, I also use lasers a lot. Yeah, and I, I just can't say that that's really been an issue in my practice. So I'm happy to find out. Yeah, I, I do not get a lot. Of, I have had some liposuction seromas. They are countable. I can probably name the patients who've had them. That's how few there are. Yeah, it's very rare. I don't put drains in after liposuction. I just sort of let the body flesh it out. That's yeah. why if you reference back to our lymphatic massage or our compression garment discussion, these are all things that I think help prevent future seromas more so than necessarily what's happening in the OR. I think the post-operative care is incredibly important. Too. It's so important. Ref- please refer to our podcast on post-operative care <laughs> because it's so important. You can't just like get this stuff and go play you know, baseball the yeah. next day. All right. Well, uh, thank you for joining me on this one, uh, Dr. Ravello, even in your post-laser state. You're welcome. You, you knocked it out of the park, thank quite you. honestly. All right. Well, this is the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast coming to you from the 90210. Thanks for listening to the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast. If you want to reach Dr. Ravello or myself, we're available for consultations. We can also be reached through the websites. Dr. Ravello, what's your website? My website is rovelloplasticsurgery.com and the phone number to reach us here in the office is 310-954-1355. And I do want to mention Rock Spa, which is the sponsor, truly the financial backer of this podcast. And Rock Spa is the Medispa that's located both in Newport Beach and Beverly Hills, providing Botox, fillers, lasers, microneedling, esthetician services like hydrofacials, We have incredible people. They do great stuff. And I highly recommend taking a look at the websites, rockspanewportbeach.com or rockspabeverlyhills.com. All the information is also on my website, drcalvert.com.